Welcome to the circus. <laughs> so I, uh, this morning I went down and got my microchip implanted in my arm by Bill Gates himself. <laughs> he was down there at the clinic handing out microchips. No, I did, I did get the vaccine, my first dose this morning. I haven't gained any superpowers yet. That sucks. Haven't grown any extra limbs. And I feel fine. So that's, I guess, I mean, the superpowers would be cool, but. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't like the negative side effects of a lot of things because they are all negative. Why can't, like, the side effect of a vaccine or medication be like, hey, you're, you get, a, you get like a boner or something or your dick gets bigger. Some people might get that, that reaction. Yeah. No. It's always negative. It's always like, oh, I feel like shit. My body hurts. Like, no, I just want my dick to look bigger for a little bit or just be hard <laughs> as shit. Like. What are the positive side effects from anything? <clears throat> yeah, um, I it was a super easy process too. I went in, was in and out within twenty minutes. So mm, not that's bad. nice, not bad. But yeah, so obviously, as you guys can see, we're doing a, another episode with just Kevin and I this week. Uh, we got some really good feedback last week when we did just us. So we're gonna do this one again. Then we have some more people lined up next week. Yeah. If we're obnoxious when just we're interviewing somebody or just talking to somebody, then they're going to think we're fucking crazy. <laughs> Versus, I, yeah. I don't know. Like a lot of the feedback I got was people enjoyed that. We were more ourselves mm -hmm. when it was just me and you. Yeah. And I could, I could see that being a plus too, but, um, yeah. What I've, what I've noticed with our podcast after talking to some people, Unless you know other, other people we've interviewed on other podcasts, is that we just tend to, I don't know if it's good or bad, we tend to go down a more metaphysical, philosophical route with them versus like, like we're trying to figure out who they are, who they are as a person, you know, where do you stand on certain things, you know, what are your morals, where does your character lie, like, versus just like, oh, what are you doing, what are you up to? cool you're accomplishing all these things like mm -hmm. people can be accomplished and be fucking jackasses you know so it's cool that i think it, i think it's kind of neat that we go down that route some people might just not like it i don't know but i don't know like i think there's a there's a time and place for like the interview style mm -hmm. also like there might be people we have on like that we want to actually interview because we want to know more about them but I think the way we're, we've been doing it, where we just go into whatever conversation happens, you yeah. still learn a lot about a person. Yeah. On what they think on different subjects. And I don't know. I, I like the way we've been doing it. Because, you know, we started out like an interview show. And that's not what we were looking to do. Right. So. What are your <clears throat> biggest fears in life? Well, yeah. And, and I, like in the beginning, like I've said on here a thousand times, neither of us know what the fuck we're doing. No. <laughs> so I'm like, what direction do we want to take this? And. It's kind of just been a natural progression of what's happening with the show. Mm -hmm. And it started super interviewee because I was, I think we were trying too hard, you know? Well, I just didn't know what to do. Me neither. I'm not good with, like, nervous around people. And I don't know what to do with my hands. I just realized, like, looking into the camera right now that my shirt shrunk. <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, be, like, like big-arming people. <laughs> He's lying. Dude, he, he bought that schmedium on this, purpose. This was like a large that was loose fitting, and I've washed it twice, and now it is like a medium. So I apologize for looking like a fucking jackass, bro. I think it looks good. Thanks. Let me just stretch these out a little bit. <laughs> pull down. But oh, so we uh, I told you we we have a new service where we're uploading our podcast through, and it tells me like the exact city people are listening to us. Hmm. We have listeners in fucking Germany. That's weird. I don't know who, if you're listening to this right now and you're in Germany, hit us up. <laughs> I kind of want to know. Yeah. Send, uh, us, send us some dick pics or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. If you're a female, I don't know. Just don't do anything crazy. Yeah. Just respect yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, I, I saw that. We have people, cause there's all over the U S that there's listeners, but then in Germany, like that's very random. Yeah. Which I know we have like a lot of like military listeners, which maybe there's bases in Germany. Yeah, there's been a launch tool or something. Yeah. But yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this right now and you don't live in the U S hit us up on Instagram or email us and just tell us, cause that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm, I'm not going to say cool anymore. Somebody gave me some feedback 
that I say cool too much. Too much? <laughs> How can you say cool? It's not like you're saying like bro, like oh bro, that, like bro raping people. The person that gave me the feedback was my wife, but I knew it. I knew it before you <laughs> even said that. I was like, it's your wife. But I mean, that's true. Like, there's, I've noticed things about actually both of us because I go back through and edit these mm-hmm. that we both do a lot, and you probably don't realize we do it. Like, I I talk with my hands. I'm a right. big I'm a big hand talker, and I've never noticed that until I'm watching myself on camera. Mm-hmm. I just did it right there. I don't even think about it. We but got. To. I'm I'm a hand talker. I'm you know. Yeah. And I do say cool a lot. And I say, but a lot. Like, if I can't think of something to say, I'll go, but. And I've realized that going back and listening to this and watching it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, anyways, people that are not in the U.S. listening to us, I want to know who you are. That's kind of awesome. There, I said awesome instead of cool. Yes. It's, um, very, it's very neat. It's very it's sick. It's sick, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, we have, it shows we have listeners in like, New York, all over Texas, and a lot in Salt Lake for some reason. Maybe because of the mission prep name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go on my mission for church and yeah. find us degenerates on here us. talking about sending dick pics. And... Yeah. Well, I, I that's good. You know, even negative attention is good attention or whatever. But <laughs> There's no such thing as bad publicity. I mean, if a Mormon happens to catch us talking, then... I don't care. You're still people. I still love you. Even if Joseph Smith was a narcissistic epileptic, <laughs> you know, it's easy for people who are psychopaths to take control of people who are of average or lower intelligence and anybody who is not, they kill. And Joseph Smith, in case you didn't know, whacked motherfuckers who questioned him because they were questioning because they were of average or above intelligence. Don't mm-hmm. fucking challenge me. Just like a lot of CEOs, right? Or psychopaths. Go figure. You know, don't challenge me. I will win. You know, that kind of mentality. And then you really lose religion and back to your own, you're back to your own ego versus just being a good fucking person. What happened to being preaching the gospel under a fucking tree to just like 12 people who are just, yeah, I want my life to be better. And now it's a fucking business and you got to give motherfuckers your money. Like, no, it's, this is not really, that's not religion. You know, having scientists fucking burned at the stake just a couple hundred years ago because they said that we revolved around the sun, like Bruno, burned at the mother for that Italian uh, scientist. I was I was born a couple hundred years ago, but yeah. Well, so, like when it comes to religion, that's something that, like, I don't know what the hell I believe in. I really don't. I when I was younger, I used to say my prayers every single night and stuff like that and yeah so, totally me too as i've gotten older i've kind of drifted away from that a little bit um i believe that there's a a higher power i guess you would say or something that i think the higher like some like the higher power what is it like the was it buddhist or hindu i can't remember is yourself god is the best version of yourself and the devil is your ego hmm. that's what they say basically and i guess if you like broke it down it's kind of what that means um or it's the apocrypha meaning of it where we're just fucking, you know, I've talked about this a lot, the Prometheus thing mm, and all that, yeah. you know, the brotherhood of the snake, you know, but like, but I don't know. Like, I, I think that something or somebody started all this off somehow. It could just be, if it's a probability function, it's a probability <laughs> wave from nothingness into everything because the probability that this anti negative energy vacuum field became something is extremely fucking small. Mm. I mean, you're talking about the order of like trillions of trillions of trillions, hundreds of trillions of years, if not longer. It'd be basically just infallible time. But before the Big Bang, there is no sense of time. So it happened over an infinitely amount of period of time and instantaneously because there's no time. It doesn't, there's no such thing as time. So it's just a probability wave, right? Something coalesced or created something that create manifested itself in sorts of, in sort of, sort of energy. That's just like a complete hypothesis, but a lot of really smart people kind of adhere to that because it's a good, it's a good guess, you know, but it's just hard to think. I don't know. It's hard to think that there's a being that did it and that we're in that person's image because we're a manifestation of our environment, you know, Starting from fish and then creating eyes to see under the water. Like, our eyes were developed mostly underwater, right? Well, and then there's people that don't believe in evolution at all. Oh, that's true, yeah. And I am not schooled enough whatsoever 
to have an argument about religion with somebody because I don't know shit about it. I, I know what I was told as a kid. That's about it. Like, I have not read the Bible front to back. I've read passages, but I've never read it front to back. And, like, I have a good friend of mine at work, and he's a, he's a very faithful, religious guy, really good dude. And he's very schooled up on it. And we've, we've had little mini conversations. He, he listens to this. He'll, he'll know who. He'll know I'm talking mm-hmm. about him. Actually, me and him were just talking. He wanted me to show you, which I haven't yet. He sent it to me because he knows you're into, you know, science and all that. Uh, there's this one, some guy who has these videos on YouTube who, like, explains the Bible using science. And he's saying that uh-huh. you, you might get a kick out of that. I've seen it. I've watched the documentary because I may be an asshole, but I do look at everyone's perspective. I'm a curious person. And so I've even watched documentaries on that, the, the science proving the Bible, that mm-hmm. the floods happened more rapidly. The erosion rates were much faster than we predicted. Mm-hmm. So you can say that six to 8,000 years old or whatever. But um, but we know the ha- we know the alpha, what was it, or alpha, beta, de- or not alpha, beta. We know the decay of uranium or plutonium, uranium, because that's how you make lead. But we know it takes know, like four and a half billion years for it to work its way down the lead. Mm. So the fact that we have lead and an abundance of it shows that it's over 6,000 years old. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, also, like, when somebody's like really, really religious, it kind of rubs me the wrong way and it always has. And I don't know why that is. Um, especially if they're trying to push it on you. They're pushing it. If they're a good, nice. Well, I have yeah. nothing. I have no problem with somebody who's religious. Fuck no. It gives it give if it gives somebody a framework to live their life in a in a righteous way or whatever, and it gives them a path to be a good person. More power to them. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather be on someone who's very maybe spiritually enlightened or you know very respectful and nice mm-hmm. than someone who's a fucking complete ass bag. You're like, I'm an atheist. I'm a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah. Like, and then I know people who are, you know, quote unquote atheists. Who, they're, they're, they're not even going to tell you. Great people. They're not even going to tell you. Yeah. They're not going to say I'm an atheist. This is why. But and I know religious people like my friend, I was just talking about. He's a very religious guy, but he doesn't try to push it on you. So I've never been uncomfortable about it. No. Uh, but when someone tries to push it, I get a little uncomfortable and it's like, I don't know what I believe in, man. I'm no, that's like the, this one guy at BSU one time. There's always people around there like handing out shit, you know, which is cool, whatever. And I hate it when kids are disrespectful to them. Mm-hmm. It's like they're just trying to, they believe in something and they mm-hmm. want to share it with you, yep. right? And a lot of people are lost at, at that age that are in college. So I get it, they need direction mm-hmm. because they have, I feel like a lot of them don't like any values. Yeah. You know, um, but like this one guy, something time, I was like, all right, I'll talk to him whenever he stopped me and. He's like, well, you have to go to our church. It's an evangelical church. And you have to come here if you want to be saved. I'm like, whoa. Like, I have to come he- to your church to be saved. Mm-hmm. Like, anything I do on the outside of that doesn't fucking matter. So, essentially, what you're saying is I need to go there, give you money every weekend, and I'll be saved. Or you're going to hell if you right. don't do that. And I was like, do you understand? I was like, I was like I'm was pretty respectful here, but I was like, do you understand what coveting really means? Because wanting nicer things, a better church, a more beautiful grass landscape around your church is coveting. That's coveting what others have. You see it and you want it. Just like on Instagram, it's no different. I want a nicer church. I want to model after this church and their business model. That's coveting. And that probably comes from envy, and um, which we all have, right? That's why we see someone 10,000 years ago and they get a bigger basket of fruit. Or instead of getting a rabbit, they get a fucking elk and... They're feeding more people. And that guy looks like an alpha male now. Mm. Now you're like, oh shit, I'm insecure now. Maybe my partner is going to leave me for a guy like that or him and fuck him because I can't provide. I'm getting rabbits and fucking small fruit, low hanging fruit. And so it's that, that drive, that anxiety, that envy. It's like, I got to do better. Mm. I have to be a winner too. I have to be like him. Um, so it's innate within all of us. So, but just the fact that we're still doing it blatantly and saying you have to be saved to do it. It's like, no. I was like, you are coveting. You're envious. Um, so I was like, it's it's you're just like anybody else. You're running a fucking business. Um, I just I hate when people are pushy about anything. It's when they're pushy about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, even, like, you have the experience with, like, CrossFit or with Jiu-Jitsu, which I think most people are guilty of that a little when they first start. Yeah. Because, and that's where, like, I think the religion ties in there because... I know, like, when I started doing jujitsu, I wanted everybody I knew that I cared about to do it, too, because of how it made me feel. 
Like, I feel so good doing this. I feel better about myself. I really want you to feel the same way. So I would be like, dude, come do jujitsu to everybody I know. It's kind of the same with religion. You know, they probably makes them feel great about themselves. They feel like a better person. They feel like they're doing the right thing and they want their friends and family to feel the same way. Yeah. So they're, they're, you know, trying to get them. But the, I think the, be- the most important things you can take from religion or anything that's like a religion or a cult is good values to make you feel like a good person. You're moving forward, helping others, serving other people, loving other people. So maybe instead of going and sitting down, which is already not healthy for you sitting anyway in a fucking church, get outside with everybody who congregates at this church and go do something for people, right? If it's raking leaves or it's going to a natural disaster and helping motherfuckers out, Just you know, doing good problem solving, figuring things out and helping other people and showing them love, you know, so showing someone who you might judge and going and helping that person. Mm-hmm. That's a religion. That's making yourself better. That's bettering other people's lives. And now and all your other bullshit and your depression goes away while you're focused on doing that, mm-hmm. you know, or you can go sit down and fucking let something go in one ear and out the other because it's, you know, interpreted by one person a different way than somebody else. Well, you know, then you have kids who were raised by super religious parents who, when they get older, they go the complete opposite way because that like, was pushed yeah. on them their whole well, life. Well, like John, what he was saying, he was from, oh, I'm such a jackass of a friend. Pretty sure he's from Jerome. I think you're right. But yeah, he's talked to his parents in like two and a half years. He's like, I don't fucking care because mm-hmm. they were really religious, you mm-hmm. know, and they, you know, just pushed him away. Yeah. It's like, wow, you could have just used those values and been a good person to him and supported him versus pressuring him and telling him he wasn't good enough by not being saved because he was going to church. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong fucking way to make someone a good person. So <clears throat> you're not better than anybody else if you are super religious because clearly you're just as fucking faulty as anybody else because mm-hmm. you fuck people up. And people on the opposite end of the spectrum, you're so against that they just have evil in their heart. And you can't stand to be around their fucking toxic people. Mm-hmm. Just as bad. Either way, they're toxic people. Yeah. You know, again, like we always say, it's about like yin and yang, dude. You got to find that balance in the middle on those, those, those edges that curve around each other. You got to find yourself in there, mm-hmm. you know, and take from each side. Um, and then just think for yourself. And if you can't think for yourself, get around positive people that can fucking help you do that. Mm-hmm. You know, not toxic people or drug addicts and alcoholics, you know. Well, so pretty much what we're saying is we're going to start a cult. Yes. And that's why we started this podcast, uh, to gain followers for our new cult. We don't know what it's going to be called yet, but we would like you guys to join. Yeah. If you want to know what the cult's about, <laughs> we're taking donations, um, 12 to 16 inch fist dildos. <laughs> we're going to hang them, start hanging them on the walls, just like drooping down, you know. Um, that's what we're all about. No, I don't, I don't think either of us have the personality to be a cult leader. No, it's, no, I don't like it when people think I'm cool. Like, yeah, like yeah. I don't like being like the top guy in any group. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I could like dumb my, I could like either like shit back myself out or find good people to be around. Yeah. It's Cause I don't want to be at the top. No I'm, way. I'm kind of the same. I mean, like I'm, I'm sure you just like me, you could step up to the plate if you had to be the, yeah. the top dog, but I prefer to not be because it's a lot of stress put on you. And that's in any situation, whether it's work or whatever it is you get when you're the, the alpha and you're the one in charge, it can be a little stressful. And most of the time everybody, nobody fucking likes you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just like at a job when you have a boss, they're the one in charge. Most people don't like their boss. Um, but if I, if I have to, I can step into that position and I have, I have a few times and I just try and do it the best way without being a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's anyway. So we're starting a cult. So yeah, hit us up. <laughs> Give it, help us with the name for it. <laughs> Dude. But speaking of people listening, I was talking about people all over the country. I'm, I'm curious. Like it's, it still weirds me out that there's people out there. We don't know that are listening to us. Like when I started this, I was thinking, eh, we're going to have like our friends and stuff. They'll listen. And maybe it'll, I didn't expect Cause it's, I mean, it's not huge, but it's growing. Yeah, just message the Instagram page. Be like, you know, this is me. I'm yeah, going from this is where this I'm from. If, whatever, seriously, you know. if, if you're listening to this, either email us or 
message us on Instagram and just tell us where you're listening from. Yeah. And then you can also add some more if you want to tell us you don't like us or you do. Yeah. Or... We're, we're open to suggestions. We're, I'm open to every criticism. Me if someone too. says Me I'm too. ugly, I'm like, cool, man. Like, I already fucking know that. Well, it's, and it's like, that's something when you, when you get out into the public eye and that's what's happening when you do a fucking podcast is you're going to get positive and negative feedback. Yeah. But you're also going to get shitheads that are just looking to troll online, oh, which, which we've had a couple. I left trolls, though. Me, too. And I'll fuck with them right back, too, um, to a certain extent. There's, a, it, there's a point where I'll just, it's yeah. not worth it, and I'll walk away. I, I know, and it's, cause, it's because we both know enough about the human mind and psychology mm. to know that a troll is someone we could fucking dominate in a fucking fist fight. Well, it's somebody so, sitting on their computer or their phone. I, right, so I know they're already weak, yeah. and so we know they don't have any power over us. Yeah. Like, in a physical and metaphysical environment, we fucking win. Dude, I have never, and I never will, go online, even if it's somebody or something I fucking hate, I'm never going to write a comment to him to tell him no. that. Like, do you not have anything better going on in your life? And we've, we've only had a couple of those. Yeah. But, like, people with way bigger platforms than us get it all the time. Yeah. And there's people a, hate. There's a point where you just have to ignore it. They're envious. And, like... They're insecure. And I've heard multiple successful people say, like, don't read your comments. That's then, and, and I read, I read our comments. It's and so far, ninety nine percent of them are positive. Right. Um, yeah. And we, we've like, I think on our YouTube videos, we've only had a handful of comments, but they're all positive. There, there was a dude that, which, he's probably watching this right now because he watched on YouTube. He's commented twice, and yesterday I got a comment, and he said, uh, "The FNG Academy is behind you guys. Keep going with what you're doing." Oh, cool. Because we had Sean on, mm-hmm. and he's the head of the FNG mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't know if that guy works with him or if he is just a listener of his but he said you know keep going this thing's gonna grow the FNG like that's cool yeah that that, that I just said cool again yeah that's amazing but no it, it makes you it makes makes you feel good and then like and we've talked on this podcast about the feedback we get all the time but that's what makes this fucking worth it getting that positive feedback mm-hmm. like I I had a phone I told you I had a phone call the other day with with Jeff and He'll probably be a future guest, so you guys will meet him. But and he had a lot of positive things to say. It made me feel very good about myself, which that's awesome. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to feel good about yourself. And he he said a lot of good things about what we're doing with this. And that's what like right now we're not making money doing this. I'm hoping in the future we can. We've talked about that as well. But even without money or whatever, getting feedback from people that. They like what we're doing and what we're putting out there. That's that's awesome. Yeah. No, really. So yeah, if we we spiraled there, but if you're uh, listening from anywhere, just tell us where. Because I want to know. Tell us where. Do you want us to take our pants off and start a fire in here? Kevin might do a podcast shirtless if you guys message us enough. <laughs> <laughs> Except we have like mostly guys listening to us. That's kinda... Yeah, I, I looked at our demographics. We do have some women that listen, but you know that that's that's something we could talk about. I don't think women care that much. I think dudes care more than the women do. Like when you're getting jacked, it's not for women. They can no. They don't fuck. It's for other dudes. Certain women, because some people just fall into the whole social dilemma, dude. Well, yeah, but and so they get like, superficial and like, um, I don't know, like when you're getting like you're in the gym, you're getting jacked and stuff. It's mostly so you look cool to other people, like. That, that's not just I'm not saying like us that's why we would work out but yeah it's and I'm a dude if I see like a good looking shredded dude I'm looking at him and if you say you're not you're full of shit yeah it's yeah. like dude, you get them like smooth smooth arms look like at those, shoulders look at those fucking triceps dude you get the big vein going down and his, his vein and his dick's probably just as big <laughs> <laughs> dude but no like well part of it is like you grow up looking at like Arnold and fitness magazines and shit and you're like oh i don't it's again just like social media i don't have that and i want that mm-hmm. it's not you don't necessarily know why do i want that for the guys for the girls mm-hmm. or just because i feel inadequate if i'm not that way yeah and so you just start doing it and it goes back to the whole fruit and meat thing mm-hmm. like oh it's envious i'm coveting what they have i want it you well, know it's also a little bit about which i think we've mentioned this before too but you're putting armor on you know what i mean yeah like the more more mass you have to you, the more tattoos you have on you, 
the less likely someone's going to fuck with you in your mind anyways. Because you're thinking, I, I look a little bit harder now. That's not why I got my tough guy tattoos. Me neither. I mean, I got mine because I like tattoos. I like art, man. Me too. And I can't fucking draw. I can't draw stick figures. Same. I'm Same. retarded when it comes to drawing and art, but I love it so much that I'm like, I got to put it on. Dude, I'm, I'm the same. I absolutely love art. My mom's an artist. My grandma was an artist. I didn't get that gene. I can not, I can't do art. And when I see like beautiful artwork, it just, it makes me like feel a certain way. And that's gotten more so as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Like I can respect a good piece of art. I don't know shit about art. But I, I can respect, like, there's this, this artist on Instagram that, that started following us, and I've been talking with her a little bit. I should shout out her Instagram name. It's on my phone, and my phone's not here. Uh, I think it's, like, JM Artworks. But her art is fucking badass. And every time it comes up on my feed, it, like, makes me happy. And she, she paints, like, she has a Deadpool one that's badass. And then nice. she, she does a lot of gun stuff. Like, she posted one a day you would like. I don't know if I don't know what kind of pistol it was, but it's a pistol completely broken down, yeah, and all the pieces are broken down, and she hand hand painted or hand drew all of it. It was really cool. Hmm. You know what? It's been like guns. You know, like I was talking about this with John last night. We had some wine together. <laughs> we had some wine together. You and, and you and John having a little yeah, <laughs> a little wine tasting, and we were talking about how like. I guess because back to what we've been saying again about the envy and everything, like you see many people like posting images of like their built up ARs or like like a twenty four hundred dollar AR, and you get like three of them in a picture of these built up pistols, you know, or dudes are taking pictures of their pistols with pies and shit. You know what I'm talking about, but he doesn't listen, so fuck you, um, <laughs> fuck you, Andy or Tony, whatever your fucking name is, pie fucking having piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one beer in and I'm losing it. He, so anyway. He, he probably does fucking listen. That'd be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> hilarious. Fuck your mother. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, oh, anyway, what matters is like that you have something that works and yeah, you know how to yeah. use it. Can you use something simple to protect yourself and somebody else yeah. and feel, because it makes you feel good sometimes to have that power, like mm-hmm. to just be able to do it properly and be proficient at have it. Have the security. Versus having a $2,400 AR that looks so cool that I want and I know I'll never have because I'm poor. But does it really matter? And you have to realize, no, it doesn't. Don't get anxiety or depression over that shit. People have shit sometimes, but half the time they don't know how to use it. It just looks cool. Yeah. You know? It's, um, it's cool guy stuff. You yeah. know? It, it, it's all for looks. And I've been guilty of that with other things in my life. Have something because it looks cool. Yeah. You dude. know what I mean? And that's something I don't like about myself. But it's a fact. That's just what happens sometimes. In the same like, way. Like my Jeep. I rarely go off-roading. Like very rarely. I got a four-wheel drive Jeep Wrangler for what? Because it looks cool. I like the way it looks. And I got that color on it because I like the way it looks. I don't like that about myself. It's kind of superficial. But it looks badass when I'm driving down the road, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I understand that. I, I get the wanting your shit to look cool, look a certain way. But in all reality, as long as it works and gets the job done, that's what matters. But, you know, you got to have cool shit, too, if you can afford it. Yeah. It's, I don't know. But, yeah, but all that, too, is like an armor people put on. I want people to think of me a certain way. Like, you see these tattoos. You see this lifted truck I'm driving. You see all this. I'm a certain way. And that's yeah. not always the case. Like you said, I don't have my tattoos to look cool. No, I mean that, that's a small part of it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I do. I do think it looks cool with tattoos on, but it's because I like artwork. I, I just like the way tattoos look on, on a body. I like, I love admiring other people's tattoos also. It's not to look tough, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I like them. I yeah. like them. So, you know, it's now that we don't have a, I don't have my phone on me. I don't know exactly how long we're going. So it's we'll just, okay. We'll just go till we're um, till we're done. Yeah, I guess if we're gonna go on the tattoo route. I think I might get another one. I had this idea of every time I wanted the tattoo, I was just gonna go in there and have them draw me something and just frame it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, it's still, I still own the art, you know. Um, but I was thinking about getting something on my leg, dude. That, I've been wanting a leg tattoo forever, dude. I've had this idea 
since 2011 in Afghanistan. There was like a a Time magazine that came out with the Pope on the front of it, and I immediately had this inspiration of like a zombie Pope. Mm. And I was gonna put it on my back, or like, I was thinking about wrapping it like maybe around my leg. I don't know. But the zombie Pope, like one hand, he's holding like the rosary hanging down, <clears throat> and on the cross on the rosary, there's a, a nun impaled on it. <laughs> and then that's dark, dude. Dude, and then and then the other hand, he's got the world. You know, it's mm. all about control. You know, mm. circling um, back to our religion talk. Yeah, dude. So. <laughs> I've had this idea for so fucking long and I haven't gone through with it. Mm. Cause I was like, well, what if I found religion again? Cause I went to private school growing up. I was the church and everything else and believed heavily, you know? So what if I come back around again? Then I have this fucking tattoo on me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it doesn't, it doesn't make you a bad person to have a tattoo of whatever you want on you. But either way, even if I came back around and was completely religious, I don't think my beliefs would change on religion controlling and killing people or, for its own organization for its own church. ego yeah so that will never change because that's true it's not a fucking conspiracy mm-hmm. it's just that's what they did you know and still kind of what they do yeah um so yeah anyway that'd be a sweet tattoo well, so. i, I want to i want a tattoo on my lower leg like my calf and shin my problem is i have all my tattoos are big like really big like i have this forearm i have them on my upper arms none of them are done like i've never gotten them finished and the two on my upper arms I got when I was fucking 18, 19. I had no money. And you can tell I had no money because they look like shit. <laughs> but then, like, the one on my forearm is very beautiful artwork. It's by Nolan, same guy that does yours. Mm-hmm. And But it's still not finished. Like, I have empty space yeah. back here. And my plan always, like, because this took a long time. I and mean, it's a lot of work in it. I was like, okay, I'm going to come back. And that was... I've had it over a year now. And I haven't been back, you know. And obviously, this last year has been fucking weird. But... yeah. Yeah, I'd like to, for one, get my shit fixed up on my upper arms and finished, and this finished. But I want something on my, like, maybe from my knee down to my ankle, some kind of sleeve on my leg. Yeah. No shout out if you like our tattoos. You can find Nolan Hensley on Instagram. Yeah. At Nolan Hensley, isn't it? Yeah, 110 Tattoo. Or 110 Tattoo. I think it's both. Okay. If if you live in the Boise area, that he's he's fucking awesome. And he he does really good work. And if you like conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. He'll talk to you about those for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, he, yeah, um, he, he does really good work. Yeah. He's not cheap, but you get what you pay for. Right, yeah. With, with tattoos especially. Dude, I watched this documentary on Netflix. I don't know if you've watched it. It's called Crack. Have you watched that? No. It's about the crack epidemic. Ooh, yeah. It's a new documentary. It just came out like within the last month, I think. I just saw it the other night. Okay. It's so good. It's fucked up. Like, it talks about how the government was, like, putting crack on the streets and and what it did to those communities, those poor people of color communities. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they interview a bunch of former crack users, and they look rough. Yeah. <laughs> Real rough. And it's just sad, man. Like, ladies lost their kids. Dude, I just watched Lost the, everything. I just watched The Fighter again. Like, I haven't seen it in years. The Fighter with Christian Bale. Oh, and Mark I, I haven't seen that forever, man. Yeah. Yeah, where he's like a crack... He, Christian Bale is such a good method actor, dude. He's dude. one of the best. Like to just pull that roll off. My favorite, still, obviously. Fuck my ass. Are you thinking of an actor? My favorite. Um, what movies is he in? The Last of the Mohicans. There will be blood. Oh, in New fucking York. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, he played Lincoln. Yeah. He's like a shoe cobbler now, or something like that, but. He won like an award for every time he's done. Anyway, he's like he's like two, he three he, names. He's like Tool albums. Mm. You know, doesn't do him very often. He's never he's not in very many movies, mm. but he's always fucking awesome. Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, that motherfucker. Yeah, he's good. My I think one of my favorite method actors is Josh Brolin. He's not a method actor. Yes, he is. Josh Brolin's a to- look at the way he transformed for Cable in Deadpool. That's all like effects, though. That's like saying Jennifer Aniston's a great actress. That's not true. Not even. Not look at look at him in in Sicario, dude. The first Sicario, he was like average looking. The second one, because he was in Deadpool, was all like jacked and shit. Well, it's like how did you get all jacked all of a sudden, bro? He's working out obviously and eating healthy. You're right. I guess that happens, but or doing some steroids. But he's not a method actor, though. Yes, he is. He totally is. 
just changing your hair doesn't make you a method actor. Dude. Like, there will be the old men for no country. <laughs> no country for old men. <laughs> Dude. Dude, he, he's a method actor. Who else I think is considered? Jeff Bridges, total method actor. He transforms himself for roles. Yeah, especially with the country kind of roles. Dude, when he played, they did that John Wayne remake, yeah, the True, True, Grit. True Grit. That was so good. Yeah. And then, or you even go back to him as the dude. I mean, yeah. that's one of the iconic roles, but I don't think Josh Brolin's like the best. I'm saying he's another one of my favorites, but I think probably Christian Bale for method actor. Or actually, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's a method he's actor. Good. For sure. I would say uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> that's the greatest actor of our time. Dude, you told me to watch that fucking stupid Halloween movie. What was it called? The <laughs> Hubie Halloween. Yeah, Hubie. And you're like, dude, this movie's good. I was like, okay. So I was telling. I was fucking with you. I was telling my wife, I'm like, we have to check this movie out. So we sit down. The whole family sits down. I'm like, except there's some Adam Sandler movies I fucking like. Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore. Yeah. Billy Madison. Like I like those movies. And we sit down and watch. It. We watched the whole fucking thing. It was so bad. Oh god, so bad. Uh, I think the wor- the only one that was worse than that of his was like the Ridiculous Six. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know. He's he's had some pretty bad movies, but he's had good ones too. Like I love Big Daddy. Yeah, that's one of my not one of my favorite movies, but it's a good movie. Yeah, Waterboy's good. Dude, you know what we just watched Friday night. Mm. I hadn't seen in years. Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, it's on Netflix <laughs> now. I I watched it, it is too. Definitely on Netflix, and it was I haven't seen that probably since I was a kid. And actually, like when me and my wife first started dating, we were doing something. I was in the bedroom. And I jumped over the bed and rolled across the bed. I'm like, I'm a fucking ninja. <laughs> and she doesn't skip a beat. And she's like, yeah, Beverly Hills ninja. <laughs> I was like, all right, I like this girl. Yeah. But no, we watched, we watched that. I forgot like Chris Rock's in that movie. Yeah. Will Sasso's in that movie. Mm-hmm. And Chris Farley's like one of the, the best like comedic physical comedy guys of all time. He's yeah. so good. I haven't seen that in a long time. But And then the dude from Mortal Kombat that plays his brother. In that, yeah, yeah. Um, for his name, the new World Combat comes out April. I'm so afraid it's going to be disappointing. You know why that doesn't matter is because they're all disappointing, but we love them all. And if you don't, then you told me a lot about yourself. You take yourself too seriously. <laughs> Life is short, motherfuckers. Enjoy things that are shitty because they're actually really cool. I just when I saw the the trailer for that, when Scorpion did the get over here. It sounded so bad. Like, it was like, oh, man, that, he didn't do it right. I thought it sounded good. But I don't know. It might, it might, it, but it's also it like a new take good. on it. They're doing a little bit of a new take. Because yeah. Sub-Zero's the, end, the bad guy. And so he's fighting Scorpion, which you don't know if he's good or bad. But the real story goes, Scorpion is inherently bad. Mm. Sub-Zero was good. And then he died and was brought back to life for the evil side. Mm-hmm. Right? So Sub-Zero was originally uh, not evil. He was good. Um, but anyway, I, I think regardless, I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for nostalgia. Yeah. That's like stuff we grew up on like that. Or like when they redid the Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. I was excited and I liked it. You yeah. Know, might not have been, you know, it's Michael Bay. People hated but... that they were all different, but that's cool. It gave them personality and character. Yeah. And so you could identify with one or even the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. I enjoyed that. There's a second one coming out like in 2023. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a sucker for nostalgia, and there's some remakes that are fucking awesome. Like mm-hmm. uh, when they they didn't really remake, but Jumanji, mm-hmm. they redid it. Redid it, yeah. and I really enjoy. I enjoyed both of them. Yeah, they're good. But yeah, it's I'm I'm hoping that the Mortal Kombat's gonna be good. Yeah, and if it's not, that's cool. It'll yeah. still be enjoy. It'll be like five dollars of your time. I'll still watch it. Yeah, or we could read a book and become smart. Well, sometimes a bad movie is fun to watch. Yes. Like what's a fuck? What's it called? Wee, wee, wee. Chosen one. Chosen one. What's that movie called? Kung, Kung Pao. Fu. Kung, Kung Pao. Pao. Chicken. I love that movie. Yeah, dude. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Wee. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. That's a horrible movie, but I love it. Chosen one. <laughs> wee. Chosen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I go to edit this video, I'm going to try to find pictures of these movies we're talking about and make them pop up. Yeah. Even though that's way more work than I want to do. Don't edit out my farts, though. Oh, I'm leaving that in. Okay. Um, it's it's staying. I farted on the, the War Chest podcast. Dude. Did you really? I was like, dude, I farted. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm so immature. 
But talking to him, he's like, I get it. Like, yeah. you know, he'll probably edit it out. Army combat veterans are all the same. They're all like 12 year olds. They all have. It doesn't matter what they've been through. If they're missing three of their limbs, they're still 12 year olds. Well, I think it's because you learn to use humor. Yes. To get through things. And even after you've so-called got through those things, you're going to carry humor with you. Mm-hmm. And find humor in weird fucking places. Yeah, that's what we talked about. I was like, dude, I remember it's different if you're like a, I'm not going to say civilian, like I'm kind of setting people or looking down on them. But like if a civilian, civilian just civilians. goes right in from their daily life to seeing things we saw, mm-hmm. it'll be traumatic. It'll oh, fuck, fuck your life yeah. up. But I remember like laughing, like we go do battle damage assessment, you know, like we're in a firefight, right? You know, like a... Uh, Nathan does a gun run 30 mic mi- 30 mic mics tear these motherfuckers apart and it's funny because we're like in their sandals under a tree thinking they're hiding mm. <laughs> like he, it's a white hot dude we see your ass you know so they just tear him up and then you're just like laughing because there's like dicks and like jaws with beers attached to them just hanging out like well, their feet are ripped off and you're right about that about like civilians not understand that I remember a good friend of ours who you were in the army with I remember when he came back from his like first or second deployment, he had told me about like other soldiers that were with him, like after somebody was blown up playing catch with body parts and mm-hmm. laughing. And I'm like, what the fuck? But I've never been there. I don't know what that's like. And so I try to st- like take a step back and be like, okay, maybe that's their way of coping with what the fucked up shit that just happened. And now that I'm older and I have a little bit, you know, more to offer with my mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> I realize that's probably what's, what's happening there. You, you're, you're dealing with a fucked up situation that most people aren't capable of dealing yeah. with. No, so uh, you find a way to make light of it. I think a buddy of mine, he's not alive anymore. He, I can't remember what it was, but he was walking around like shaking Iraqi's local hands with a, it was like a, a hand that was blown off like little four inches past the wrist. Mm. So he like put it in his sleeve and was like shaking Iraqi's hands with it. You know, like that was funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that was just, that's just like, I don't know. I guess normal stuff. Well, it's it's a coping thing. You're yeah. you're using humor in a dark place, and then that's yeah. where like the dark humor comes in. Yeah. Which you don't have to be a vet to enjoy dark humor. I know a lot of people like dark humor. I like it sometimes. I but I think there's a lot of people that don't understand it. And I think like I'm a different case when it comes to because I'm friends with you. I mean, we've been friends for fucking ever. I have a lot of friends that are veterans and combat veterans who've been in that world. So I've been told the stories. I've so I, I get where they're coming from. Not that I've been there. Like, obviously can't relate to that degree. Yeah. But I get it. I get that there's a coping way. There's things you have to do to survive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that was that was then, this is now. Yeah. You know, whatever. But No, it's... Uh... <laughs> Did we freeze? <laughs> we just both stopped moving. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um... So, <laughs> we can edit this whole part out. What whole part? This is the part right now where it's all quiet. Because oh, this to. is the part. No, you should. This is the part <laughs> where we'll figure out like what we're going to talk about next. <laughs> I just, I, I've been doing less editing on every episode. I've been leaving in the awkward silences. I've been leaving in when you rip ass. Which I don't think you've done that in a while, but I'm gonna no. leave it in this episode. And it's more real, man. Like I know when I'm listening to a podcast, I appreciate the the reality, yeah, of them because there's some that are so high produced. Yeah, they're okay to listen to, but they seem fake. Right. Well, I I think the person who's gonna watch Jocko's podcast would not like ours because looking for something serious and it's deep, and you have me over here like farting and shit. Like, well, see, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true because I think. I think people sometimes have enough serious. They're they've been listening to enough serious serious. Like I know me, there's some podcasts I love that are really serious, and then I'll go turn on a comedy podcast because I want something silly, and that's why like <clears throat> the genre of our podcast when I when we built this thing I put it under society, culture, and comedy because there's gonna be some fucking silliness and foolishness because we're mm-hmm. fucking idiots. Yeah, but we can also get serious sometimes. So, I think. I don't know. I think it's all kinds listen to different kinds of podcasts. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, then so I've been doing less editing when it comes to silence or anything because it's it's more real. It's more raw. And- yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that the other day. Like you're recording these on video, 
but I act like there's not a video going on. Like, I just stare at the camera and shit. Like, See, I've been... I'm not conscious of it. I've been conscious today, trying not to look at the camera too much. Because it's weird. We're not used to it. We're not fucking... We didn't come up and be being recorded. Yeah. It's... And, like, you have, like, other podcasts that... Like, the successful podcast, most of those people come from the entertainment world. So, they're used to the cameras and the... We're not used to this shit. So, like, I'm trying not to stare at the camera and talk to people like this. Or stare at myself on the screen. Which, when it's just me and you, that's hard. Because when we're interviewing somebody that's through through video call, we're looking at the screen because we're looking at their face. Yeah. But when it's me and you and we're looking at ourselves on the screen. Yeah, I'm like... It's... You're looking at myself. It's know. weird. So I try not to. Like, today I'm really trying not to look over there. And I've glanced over a few times. But... Yeah. It's whatever. And, like... Our YouTube is slowly, slowly, and I mean slowly growing compared to the audio. Mm-hmm. The audio has gone up, not super fast, but way faster than the YouTube's going up. Like, I think right now we have like 20 subscribers on our YouTube, which is good. It's better than zero. Yeah. I would like it to grow more, though, because there's a lot of people like you who like the video element of a podcast. Mm-hmm. I've never been one of those. I, I prefer to, because I drive when I listen, but. Right. <clears throat> but we do have 20 subscribers. I don't know if all 20 of them are watching it. Like, I think our, our episode last week got like seven views right. on YouTube. It got much more than the audio downloads, but it got seven views on the video element. But it's also because we didn't have a guest. When we've had guests who have a big following, those get, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 views or whatever. Yeah. We did also <clears throat> promise pancakes. So, oh, yeah. Pancakes. Just naked. like in like a nice, like, Oh, actually, that apron. I, I put that clip naked because I've been doing the clips. Uh-huh. And I put that clip on YouTube. I'm doing YouTube clips, and I titled it uh, "Making Pancakes Naked." It got like 40 views in 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, it's some teenage kid at night like typing in "naked" on YouTube, and that comes yeah. up. And like, oh, what's this? And then they see our two dumbasses <laughs> talking about your OnlyFans page. Yeah, but it got like the views went up really fast on that, and then they stopped. It was like 40 something views within. A few minutes. It was kind of funny. Yeah. It's not bad because I've seen videos that have 40 views or like seven years old. So, well, it's, it's weird. Like the YouTube world. I don't know. I don't know how you promote on YouTube. I, I, cause you see some people have a channel that has fucking hundreds of thousands. You take videos of your four or five year old opening toys. Oh, no shit. No shit. I really wish I wanted to exploit my child cause we could make a fortune, but man, he, he's been trying to get me to let him start a YouTube channel. He's like, I want to do like characters. on, And it's like, I'm, I'm glad he wants to be creative. That's awesome. I love creativity. And that's something I lacked most of my life. I was always afraid to be creative. I never strived to be creative. This is the first like creative thing I've really put my put effort into ever. <clears throat> and it's fun. I enjoy it. I've been trying to like learn how to do Photoshop, like real Photoshop now. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to edit. It's a creative side of me that I, it is there. And I've always kind of suppressed because it wasn't, I don't know if it like, I don't know why. Yeah. Because like I said, I came from a family like with artists and stuff. Creativity wasn't looked down upon in my family, but I always suppressed it. Yeah. But anyways, my, my son was saying he wanted to, and it's like, I like this being creative, but I also don't want you online where everybody can see you. Mm -hmm. And I also like, I think of that, that kid that he likes to watch that Ryan kid who has millions and millions of views and millions of dollars fuck that kid he's gonna be f- so fucked up when he gets told like a child actor yeah fuck his parents too I wanna fight his dad oh dude now his mom and dad both their voices cause my son yeah. likes to watch their videos they drive me insane yeah and like his dad I think his dad's from Japan he has a Japanese accent mm-hmm. he can't control that but his mom's high pitch fucking squealing voice yeah I just wanna throw the phone but my son loves it He lo- and I I try to think Back when I was a kid, like there was some stupid shit I watched too that my parents probably thought was really annoying. But I don't know. I try. I try not to like be like, dude, turn that off. What I hate about I just I tell know. him turn it down so I don't have to hear her voice. I shouldn't say hate. What I disagree with, <clears throat> or maybe just what I don't like about where the way our society is going, is that that's just the norm. Having a dad, basically having two moms. Mm. Ryan has two moms. If guys are like that, you're a fucking mom. Okay. And I'm not uh, some hyper-masculine guy because I'm very sweet and, like, patient with my kids. And I value that. But you still have to be a remodel and you need to be a man. And that doesn't mean you can't cry or anything like that. That means you should show them your weaknesses. Well, I would, I would imagine. Still. But you can't just be this hyper, like, 
feminine male. It's like, mm, hey, maybe all the time, not, and then just putting your life that way. Like, when I mean a man, I mean a guy who's not afraid to be vulnerable, show their emotions, and be a, be, fail to learn, right? And learn new things that you can pass on. You can be a mentor to other people and kids. Like, that is not that. We're looking at that as success, but he is not a man. He is fucking weak, and if anything bad happened to them in their lives, he'd fucking bail on them. Or he wouldn't, you know. I don't know. Like, I imagine before they got millions and millions of dollars, he probably had a job. He probably did stuff. Yeah, he's still he's still mediocre at best. But when you're when you're a multi millionaire and you're only having to post videos online, most people aren't going to keep a job. You don't have to fucking grow doing it. that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think you're just a little salty. I am salty. I don't agree with this whole like. <laughs> To mom environment. See, I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Just because, like, I don't. How do I put this? I don't see anything wrong with a guy who's feminine, because it, it happens to some. There's some men that just are. Well, I have no issues with gay people, with gay dudes at mm-hmm. all. I'm just saying when. Well, I don't know. but I think I think a guy can be so-called feminine, but still show their children what a man's supposed to be. Well, he wouldn't um, know how to be a man. He's but like, he wouldn't fucking know. <laughs> Who would have known you had a hatred for, for Ryan's toy review? And just it's it's a personification of people like that. Um, yeah, I, I just no, I, I get what you're saying. I've met guys like friends of like Bria's and stuff. They're like, like, oh, is your is that your gay friend? I know it's my husband. I'm like, okay, and now you have kids, like. What kind of fucking example is he setting? He doesn't know how to do anything. He's essentially worthless. And he came and said, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably dead fucking wrong. You, will, you go back to what you've said personally. I mean, you've said this, that some people have their own shit. And, like, maybe they were never taught. Maybe they didn't have that role model. No. You know? You're right. Maybe they were raised without a dad or with a dad who was a piece of shit. And nobody showed them how to be a man. So they took on different qualities and they don't know how to show that to their kids. Yeah. You know? And when you take on, we don't have that direction, I guess. You just go work at Wendy's. Well, it's like, I am so thankful for my stepdad. Because when he came in, he showed me what it means to be a dad and to be a man. So-called man. And you don't have to be chest beaten. You know, I'm a big tough guy. But he showed me qualities that a guy should have. And I've tried to carry those on. And one of those that he had was... You put your family first. And so if your life is struggling, you suck it up and you pick yourself up for them. Because I know he was like that, right? If you're struggling, you just make a YouTube channel with your kid and make millions of dollars. Yeah. No, but no, he was like that. And, you know, my dad would, he he did shitty jobs. He had good jobs. He worked he worked his ass off. Mm-hmm. The whole time, I mean, he's, he's still alive, but he's, he's retired now. Not by choice. He's medically retired. He'd still be working his ass off if he could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he always, and he would jump job to job a lot, but that's because he's also one of those guys who does not like to take shit from anybody, including a boss. And he wouldn't get fired, but he'd just fucking up and quit. He'd say, fuck you, I'm not dealing with this, I'll go work somewhere else. And I remember as a kid thinking, guess what, why is he going to this next job? As an adult, I kind of get it. Because mm-hmm. if he was being disrespected, he'd say, fuck you and leave, because he had skills that could get him a job anywhere he wanted. Yeah. He, he, had, he always made decent money doing what he did. But I look I look at him now and it, it, like they have nothing to show for it. My parents they both work so hard, and no retirement, no nothing because because he did never stay anywhere. I don't think long enough to have retirement probably. And it that's something like I've looked at and thought, man, I I don't want to be in that place when I get older. Yeah, I want I want to have something to fall back on. That's scary when yeah. I'm not working anymore because sometimes it's not your choice. You're not. I mean, you fucking know you'd still be in the military if it was your choice. Mm-hmm. You medically couldn't do it so <clears throat> that's kind of what happened my dad was working but yeah I, I don't know i i think some some people weren't they weren't shown shown how to be a parent and how to be a dad or even how to be a mom right. some women, you know and just how to be <clears throat> you know i think you know good people and i found i found that are resilient people you know especially when i meet <clears throat> i mean a lot of kids at school are like 19 20 years old mm-hmm. that are very mature like whole co- complete conversations with them and I've met their parents because some of them go like to the gym I'm like oh I get it because your parents are fucking like you're they're 
level-headed people, you're, the dad is a mentor. He's a fucking man, mm-hmm. and he's got his shit together. Yeah. And then all the kids that are, I would just say, little, val, you know, characterless little pieces of shit. Yeah, they either don't have parents around. Mm-hmm. But then again, a lot of the kids that are going to BSU are being paid for by their parents, too. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that the parents are not around. Just because they have money doesn't mean the parents are around. Mm-hmm. They're giving money and nice vehicles to go to college with, but the parents are absent. Yeah, and I've known people that didn't have any good, good, good role models, and they turned out to be fucking awesome people. That's rare. That's very rare. Well, su- suffering creates strong people, <clears throat> you know. Usually. Not always. But yeah, usually. some of them give up and get become drug addicts mm-hmm. or commit suicide, or they go you know go into a life of crime and yeah. And, and I mean, fuck, I had I had good role models and I still fucked up when I was a teenager. I, I ended up getting in trouble, and it was that was no no fault of my parents. That was all me, man. And it was the dumbasses I was hanging out with. Yeah, with, I, I saw they were doing stupid shit, and I'm like, oh, well, I want to fit in, you know. You, you gotta have direction, you know. We we are in a society <clears throat> that is changing so fast, and our brains can adapt fast enough for yeah. it, but. You have to fucking be there for the kids. And if you don't have kids, you have to be there for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's You can be selfish as you want. But the cool thing about not having kids is you can, if you're motivated and you want to be better, all of your time is on self-improvement. Mm-hmm. You can be the best version of yourself anyone's ever seen because um, you're not going to put it in other people, you yeah. know, and grow at the same time. <clears throat> but, so that's kind of nice, too. I think, too, like <clears throat> like me, I was raised with good morals, good values. But I wanted to fit in so bad, like, and I always I was like that forever. I'm not now. I've I've gotten past that. Now I'm like I'm myself. If you like me, cool. If not, see you later. But especially as a teenager, I was I always wanted to fit in, man. I I would fucking if your friends jump off a bridge, would you jump off? Yeah, I probably fucking would have because I wanted to fit in with them. And I want to teach my kids that you don't have to be that way. Just be yourself, and the right people will come to you. And that's why I hung out with shitheads. There were a bunch of, most of them were fucking idiots. There was a couple that were just like me who were just trying to fit in with them. But then I saw where that led to and guys went to jail and guys, some of them are still in and out of jail. And it's like, like that's all because I wanted to fit in. And I want my kids to like, no, just be yourself. Just be a good person. Be yourself. And you don't have to be around shitheads. You can get away from shitheads, you know, mm-hmm. without, without getting yourself in trouble. Cause that's the only way I learned. We ended up getting in trouble and I got in trouble and yeah. And I learned the hard way, which I'm thankful for because I can tell my kids about that. Mm-hmm. I can tell them like, Hey, I've been to fucking jail. You don't want to go there. And I'm not like, I didn't do hard time or anything, but <laughs> it wasn't rates or anything. I, I went to, I was in jail two times each time for, well, one time for a night and the other time was a, a thing. They thought I was drunk and I passed a breathalyzer and they let me go. <laughs> but the other time I was in there all night. And I was so scared. I was acting like I wasn't scared, but I was terrified. I was 18 years old. And I was in jail for one night. That was it, and that was enough for me. And that taught me, like, okay, it's time to time to get your shit together. And then I had court and all that after, and blah, blah, blah. I had a lot of fucking bills to pay, and it was mm-hmm. time to get a job. And mm-hmm. that's when I... Because I, before that, I had no work ethic. I didn't have to. I was a teenager who... I didn't have everything given to me, but I was okay without working. Yeah. And then I had all these bills that came up that I didn't plan on having court costs, lawyer costs, all that shit. I had to, I had to start working or else I was going to go to jail. I didn't want to go back to jail. So I turned my shit around, you know, and I mean, this is something I don't think I've talked about on the podcast. But, yeah. Yeah. But I, that's when I started working on the cattle ranch and I, fuck, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to fix fence or feed cows or any of that stuff, but I learned how to do it for not much money, but it was some money and it, Help me pay those bills. And mm-hmm. I learned a lot of skills doing that that I've carried on. But I I just, and it's funny because my five-year-old son, we, what were we talking about? This was just last night, too. I said something. I think he was being, being a little turd. And I was like, you got to be good. And like, if you're not good. Oh, we were talking about stealing. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. Because he, he had taken a $100 bill out of my wife's wallet Damn. and put it in his wallet. He had no bad intentions. He just thought, you know, it's it's money, whatever. But we were trying to explain to him, like, that's considered stealing. You can't just take stuff from people without asking. And what if you would have lost your wallet? You would have lost $100. And I said, stealing, if you steal, you can go to jail. He's like, what, you can? And I'm like, yeah, I went to jail. 
And my friends were, I'm like, I didn't steal anything, but my friends were, and I was with them. Mm-hmm. I was an accessory. I was part of it. And then my, my wife and my mother-in-law like, don't tell your five-year-old son you went to jail. He's going to go to school and tell everybody <laughs> that his dad was in jail. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I, I, I don't think sometimes. But it's also like, I got nothing to hide. You know, I it happened. It was in the past. I got through it, and I'm a better person because of it. But unfortunately, some people, they don't learn. Yeah. 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 Some people are just going to be... But those kind of guys, when you see them when they're like 40, they're still the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really? and I, I I know people we went to school with who I see who were, were in our 30s now, and they're still the same person. Dude, I was at, I was in a wreck one day eating lunch, and I see Rico Balon in there. I don't care. I'll name drop motherfuckers. Um, <clears throat> he's all tatted up looking like a fucking hood gangster. Tattoos on his face and shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I want to fight this little faggot. And I like, know he's looking at me like, oh, it's Kevin. And so I like, ignored him. And then he, I finished, and I go walking out front, and he comes in not much behind me, out going walking out front, and then like the campus security came in, accosted mm-hmm. his ass because he was obviously dealing drugs. He's a drug dealer. I've just seen him on online and shit, but that's how you know. Sometimes you can't control anything because yeah. he had good parents, so like yeah. So, but he was spoiled. Well, the thing is, like like I said, no matter even if you're raised fucking awesome, you're gonna do your own thing eventually. Hopefully, yeah. you people take what what they were taught and do good things, but not always, man. You can't blame the parents always. No. People like to go to that and blame the parents. That's no. that's not the case most of the time. No. The parents are trying the best they can. Just like just like the fact that you know by like six years old, you can have kids that are a year and a half apart. One of them you can tell is going to be an athlete. And the other one you can tell is going to be a bookworm. Mm-hmm. You didn't do that. Yeah. Everyone's different. It's the way they're wired. And yeah. I do think like, just like we we're talking about with religion, like a good framework for someone's life. They see their parents doing good things. Hopefully they're going to see that's the way you should do things. And that'll, that'll be good, but not always. There's people that are going to go be a fuck up on their own. They're going to make their own choices. And yes, there is some situations where it leads a person into a bad spot that they didn't mean to get into. But then like me fucking get out of it. You, there is a way out of, cause I could still be fucking broke in and out of jail, shit like that, like I was when I was 18. I fucking didn't have shit. Yeah. But I have worked my fucking ass off to get away from that. Yeah. And also, like, you lose people's respect. And I had to gain people's respect back in my life because mm-hmm. there was people that knew me that knew, oh, man, he went to jail. He's a piece of shit now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. fuck. And I've had to, like, prove to people, like, I'm not that person. Yeah. I'm a good person. I, I have mean, good intentions. It's all perspective, too. Yeah. I mean, someone gets a DUI in the military. It's like, oh, he's a shitbag. Mm-hmm. Like, people, like, civilians get drunk and drive all the fucking time. Well, people make like, mistakes. Right. So that's a thing. Yeah, it's... It's just if the fact is, like, or if they learn from those mistakes or not. Because if you continue to keep doing the stupid fucking things, that's your own fault. Mm-hmm. And we, we've talked about this before, where somebody's in a bad place, and it seems like nothing goes right for them. Yep. And it keeps happening, keeps happening. It's like, you're doing that to your fucking self. Mm-hmm. There's no, nobody you can blame if it keeps on happening. Yes, there's a such thing as bad luck or whatever, but if you're always broke, you nothing ever happens that's good to you. Your life is always shit. It's probably got a little something to do with you. Victims, but a lot of victims don't want to say take accountability because then it's their fault, and then they don't know how to get themselves out of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but if you say it's somebody else's fault... You don't have to problem solve how to get your fucking self out of yeah. it. You don't have to change. You don't have to adapt. Mm-hmm. You just can you be like, yep, I'll just be a victim. You mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, fuck. Like, I know people like that. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, uh, I know a lot of people like that, too. And I try to just distance myself from them because I don't need that bad energy around me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes it's hard to cut those people out of your life, too, but. Like I think I've said on here before, I have family members I don't even talk to just because they've got their fucking problems and I don't need their problems in my life. And don't get me wrong, I'll help somebody if if they're helpable. Yeah. I'll try to help somebody if they're helpable, but some people don't want the help and they don't even know they don't want the help, but they put themselves in those shitty situations yep. over and over and you can yeah. try to help them. They're in that position. Yeah. But yeah, see, see, we did, we, we, we had some comedy. We got serious. You farted. I guess that falls into the comedy category. You're on your phone. Yeah, like, hey, fuck you guys. 
Um, He's got more important things to. Uh, yeah, you guys don't to matter do. to me. No, I. Uh, I that was really. I was waiting for that message. It was important. Hmm. So important. It was. I couldn't even wait. <laughs> <laughs> what, ta- what time is it? It's fifteen oh eight. I don't do military time, but it's three. I know. It's funny because my my job everything's military time. I still have to like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen <laughs> every time. Forty seven. It's yeah. All right, well, let's fucking wrap this up. Put a bow on it. Mm-hmm. Put it up your butt. What he said.